everybody. I'm Dave. And I'm John. And this is Coffee and Capes, our podcast about two of our most variedest, favoritest, awesomest things, drinking coffee and talking about geek culture. Yeah, it's like the best, best way to start the morning. It really, truly is. We hope you feel the same. We assume yeah. you're kind of checking us out because at least on some level, you tend to agree with us. See, we, we think of ourselves as enthusiasts. That we uh, we enjoy coffee, we enjoy geek culture, especially comic books and movies about comic books and and comic books about movies about comic books, movies about comic books about movies about comic books about movies. Yeah, all those yeah. things, all the things, and we enjoy other stuff too. But we're enthusiasts. We we like them. We want them to succeed. We we want them to be good, and uh, and so we talk about them. That's what this podcast is about. Thanks for finding us. Yep. And if you found us, you probably found us. If you're watching us, of course, we always talk about it. You probably found us on YouTube. So hello. Um, however, if you're listening to us, we're on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, all your favorite podcast listening places. Uh, you can find us on the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter, the insert social media platform here um so and it's coffee. i don't have that last one is i know that, is that it's new? new i'm making it uh, it'll be here okay. soon. um cool. and it, you know if you're looking for us on instagram it's coffee underscore the letter n underscore capes uh on facebook it's coffee the letter n and then capes uh, twitter is the same as instagram so stop in say hi thanks for giving us a follow when you do we love when people um pop in and you know, interact with us in regards to things we've talked about, the different stuff that we have uh, reviewed, some of the posts that we have up. And then if you want, you can actually reach us uh, via email at supers, S-U-P-E-R-S, at coffeenkapes.com. Yes, we do read our email. We are old like that. We live on email. We, we really do. You know, it's great that like people interact with us, but we like emails. It makes us feel special and important. And, uh, you know, if you, you want to you throw us an email, we're cool with that. Please send us an Please. email. Yeah. Nobody emails us anymore. <laughs> we do appreciate all the other ways you connect with us. Yeah. hundred percent. You guys are great. Hey, we have, I'm sorry. Is that all the propers? I think that's all. That's all the propers. That's all the proppers. We have some super exciting news today about the coffee that we are enjoying. We do. We do. We are enjoying our coffee. It has finally uh, arrived. As a matter of fact, this episode is brought to you by Coffee and Capes One Punch Roast. It's a medium roast. You can see the bag. This is what the bag looks like. Came out pretty cool. Little comic booky. Um but one punch roast is a medium roast, single origin, and it's naturally double caffeinated for all of you that really need that extra punch of caffeine. This is it. So you don't have to drink more than one cup. You can if you enjoy vibrating in your own seat. For Will it make me vibrate enough to go through a wall? Maybe. Maybe. I think it'll give you enough caffeine that you can defeat anything in one punch. That is fabulous yeah that is fabulous so uh I do you can that's find this a single at... roast from vietnam actually i believe this one i believe so no this one is not the one of the vietnamese roasts okay this is our it's just a double caffeinated we do have a roast uh 
Yeah, I, I don't have a couple of roasts from. Th- we have a couple of other roasts from Thailand. Maybe that's yeah, from Thailand that are uh, super small farm. Yep. You know, we seek out fair trade and organic coffees. Uh, everything is freshly roasted. You can actually see on the bottom. We do a little sticker so you know it was roasted on the day that you ordered it or the day after, depending on when the roaster is able to get to it. Um, so it's you're always going to get a fresh, tasty cup of coffee. And you can find this at our website, coffee, the letter N, capes.com. We have a landing page up right now. However, uh, super exciting that our full website with all kinds of stuff, including a quiz to find out which coffee you should be drinking, um, some blogs about, you know, charitable giving, some opportunities to submit any charity that you would like to submit um, to see if there's an opportunity for us to be able to donate to that as well. And um, yeah, and and then articles about, you know, what is single origin versus a a blended coffee, all written by our lovely Dave. Um, Hi. Turn a letter, Dave. Uh, <laughs> so that, you have chosen wisely. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, there you go. So yeah, again, uh, one punch roast. So Talking great. We're, friends, we are so super excited about this. Like we think the bags look amazing and, and fun. Yeah. We're trying to make a, we're trying to have fun with this because, you know, geek culture stuff supposed to be fun. Yeah. And anything that stems from it. I mean, it's, we, we take it very seriously. Obviously we take geek culture very seriously. Um, we've been talking about it for a long time, long before this podcast ever happened. I think both of us have been collecting comics since we were very much smaller yes. human beings. Um, but it, it, it should be fun. There should be some levity and, and, and fun to it. And uh, you can take something seriously and still have fun. So we're having fun yeah. with it. And remember guys, uh, with every bag that you buy, we do donate a portion of that uh, sale to Feeding America with 38 million uh, Americans suffering from food insecurity in the United States. You know, this is, this is part of our mission. Like we, this is how we give everybody that works with us and, and that, you know, buys coffee from us, uh, the ability to be somebody's hero. And while our coffee may not give you superpowers, we're not giving up. We know of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it does make you a hero. So thanks. And while we don't take ourselves seriously, we take that, uh, that our commitment to community and, and giving back with every single, every single bag that's purchased contributes to feeding America. And, and, uh, because obviously I 38, 38 million of our neighbors suffering from uh, food insecurity is 38 million too many. And that number includes almost 12 million children. So that's, yeah, that's, that's something else. And yeah. So. It's really, really not good. And we, obviously the, our country has the resources to get everybody fed. We just need to, to do a little work to, to make that happen. So that's, yeah. that's uh, like I said, we, we don't take ourselves very seriously. We have a lot of fun, but we're very serious about our, uh, yeah. about our connection to, to helping our community making it better, at least in every little small way that we can. So thanks for partnering with us in that. Um, Now you're on to uh, one of our favorite segments. I do believe. And fiction. And fiction. And, uh, you know, this one actually comes from uh, Barbell Viking 1988. Uh, so Alan, 
Alan's been following us for a while. He interacts with us uh, a lot. Really appreciate it, buddy. I appreciate like, it, Alan. Yeah, man, you're you're great. Um, but you know, I I we posted something last night because Halo the series kicked off, and I was super excited about it. Did you watch it yesterday, Dave? Uh no, okay. I did not. That is not so, really my thing. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Um, I watched it. I was very excited to watch it. Uh, Alan watched it as well. And, you know, his, his, uh, statement about it that he put up was so many mixed feelings and a few complaints, but overall good curious where they take it. Um, you know, thanks for the, the quick feedback after watching the first episode, I, I got to admit, I echo that, um, We'll have to see where it goes. There were some things that I was a little excited about and some things that uh, I was like, mm. you know, so we'll see. I, I do like um, the actor that they have playing Master Chief. Uh, I can't, Pablo Schreiber. He's he's great. He was in a show called American Gods. He was in the movie 13 Hours of Benghazi. He's been in a number of things. He's actually somebody I really enjoy watching on screen. So it was nice to see him in that role, but it's definitely going to fall into the realm of kind of like, I want to say kind of like Boba Fett, like a little underwhelming, but with potential and we'll see what happens. So anyway, uh, Alan, thanks a lot, man, for the, for popping in so fast last night after watching the episode and, uh, If anybody else has any thoughts about it, you can find that post on Instagram and and drop a line in there. And uh, we'd love to hear what you thought if you've watched it. So appreciate you, Alan. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks, buddy. All right. Well, what sort of fun are we going to have today, John? Well, Dave, uh, you came up with this one and I absolutely love this idea. And this is the Dave. So uh, just to just to give full credit here, uh, uh, a while back, my son offered this. I'm a 16 year old. Uh, offered this as an idea for us. So, uh, thank you, Josh, for for Thanks, giving Josh. us a really good idea. Today, we're going to play the game of Would You Rather. Yeah, but not like the drinking game that you played in like college or something like that that ended in like your best friend's head in the toilet or you know sprawled out on the lawn of somebody's apartment building you should never be near no no yeah i've mostly only played uh would you rather uh with with uh with the youth group at my church so it has not been a uh a toilet very different experience yeah so we had a very different experience it has not been a toilet inducing experience for uh um that is not what i associate would you rather with yeah so would you rather right guys if you're unfamiliar with how this works is, is we're going to throw out a topic and a couple super things. complex <laughs> super complex and then we're just going to say would you rather a or b yeah um and i think like taking a look at our our backgrounds dave we're going to start a little unconventional a little outside the super mainstream uh and well john i think you have the question for this one yeah so uh dave would you rather have to have your super team try and take down Omni-Man from Invincible or the Plutonian from Irredeemable? Um, both like phenomenal, phenomenal comics. Um, 
we both love Invincible a ton. I've yes. read a ton of Irredeemable. Dave hasn't, but is familiar no. with the character only yeah. through my rantings and ravings. But uh, Dave, make well, sure. Um, I guess just based on my own experience, I'm going to have to pick Omni-Man because at least I know that he has been defeated. Hmm. If, yeah. You know, it's probably going to require another Viltramite or 45, but, uh, but at least I know it's possible to defeat him. Or, or if not to defeat him, then at some point to appeal to his uh, yeah, there you go. Humanity uh, and compassion, depending on which you know which which time in uh, in in Omni Man's life you encounter him. Uh, there's at least the possibility of getting him to stand down a little. Yeah, yeah, I, I think we saw that you know in Invincible early on when you know Mark found out his dad was actually a bad guy, and then you know decided he was going to stop his dad and, and eventually convince Tommy man to like head out. But um, both of these guys have just like off the charts levels of strength. Um, and as I understand they, it, both have, uh, have could just take out entire countries or perhaps even planets. Yeah. I know at some point Omni man basically destroys planets. Right. That's kind of, that's kind of his gig. You know, uh, yeah. the Plutonian is um, it was written by Mark Wade. Uh, Mark Wade's phenomenal, um, but the uh, the thing with the Plutonian is, I feel like he doesn't have that moral stopping point any longer. Okay, you know where Omni Man, we see it, we see it at, at a couple different points, right? There's something that kind of a switch, I guess, that kind of flipped for him a little bit. Um, when you catch up with Omni-Man and he is found living on a planet, um, Mark runs into, Mark finds him. Right. Right. And he's got a family. Yep. Um, another family. Right. Another family. And, um, and he's, he's changed and evolved a little bit. Right. Right. And he, as the series goes on, he changes and evolves even more and like comes to try to represent a whole new way of being Viltrumite. Right. Yeah. And uh, the Plutonian, if you read this series irredeemable that that doesn't happen he kind of he kind of evolves the other way right? or devolves the other way yeah he you know he starts out as you know kind of like so many of them do is the world's greatest hero in charge of like an entire team and then he snaps right and when he snaps he like he snaps hard and is responsible for killing millions and millions of people wiping out entire countries um, you know, everybody's terrified. He goes around killing every hero on the planet. Like all the heroes are scared because they know he's coming after them. So it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. So I would have to say that, you know, if, if I'm in charge of a team that has to take down one of these two guys, I'm with you. Like I'm trying to go, I'd rather face off against Omni-Man than uh, the Plutonian because the Plutonian just has, well, no irredeemable qualities left. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. I worked it in. Yeah. Yeah. There's no redeemable qualities left. He has become irredeemable. irredeemable. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. But I, I still we knew work. what you meant. We knew what you meant. Mm -hmm. 
So anyway, yeah, on yeah. this one, I, I, I think we're ding. Yeah. Like a little, little ding sound. So Dave. Fair enough. All what right. What do we got next? How about this? Let's go. So we went pretty unconventional there. Here, let's go super conventional now. Okay. Let's All right. Uh, <laughs> would you rather, John, you can only pick one. Okay. Would you rather have the Batcave or okay. the Batmobile? Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't know you could have one without the other. Um, In this game, you must choose. Okay. Well, this one seems pretty... This Honestly, I'm going to say this one seems pretty easy for me because I know all the other things that exist inside the Batcave. Okay. Like you get, you may not get the Batmobile, but there's the Bat Cycle. There's the Bat Wing. No, thing. you don't get all the other vehicles. No, no. You didn't say that. You didn't make. I'm that. saying it now. It's my oh, game. I'm changing the see, rules when I want. You don't get all the other vehicles man. in the Bat Cave. All right. Those of you that think Dave just arbitrarily changed the rules, <laughs> please put your comment. You can in. you can appeal your decision to Commissioner Goodell and. Uh, yeah, we know or, that guy's not doing it. Right or Manfred. Um, uh, you know. One of the worst human beings, well, not one of the worst human beings, but, you know, perhaps a, I'm not going to go down that road. Never mind. Yeah. Why are you guys? <laughs> why am I doing that? Yeah, don't do that know. to ourselves. Never mind. Um, all right. So now we've removed all of the vehicles. So now what the actual, you want to rephrase the question, please? Okay. Would you rather have the bat cave with things like the computer and the dinosaur and the giant penny right. or nickel or whatever? And, you know, I guess you get the costumes that way, but, uh, but not the other vehicles or the Batmobile or the Batmobile. I think I'm still going with the cave, man. Okay. I think I'm still going with the cave. Like there's a lot going on in that cave. It also happens to be attached to Wayne Manor. Um, you know, I have to believe there's like the world's best uh, fireman pole in there somewhere <laughs> to get right? from A to B. So that's yeah. gotta be a lot of fun. Plus, you get all the cool things like there was the right. giant dinosaur and the giant two-face coin and you know so there's some cool stuff in there and you get to your point you get the back computer which clearly clearly sees everything yes yeah right so um I, I agree with all of that i still am going to take the batmobile are you yes okay what's your reasoning behind that because it's just freaking cool, man. Because you'd be riding around in the Batmobile. And I don't even, in some way, I don't even care which which version it is. Give me the, like, super giant crazy tank from the end of uh, Dark Knight Returns. Or give me, like, the super cheesy convertible from, from the 60s Adam West. I don't care. It's the freaking Batmobile. Like, you get some toys in there. I'm sure you get some, like, defensive weapons. You get some offensive weapons. Like, it's fast. It's, it, it, it looks, looks cool, cool no matter which version. Yeah. Um, also, I'll say this. I'm getting the, your internet is unstable. So hopefully. Yeah, you're glitching out a little, buddy. Mm -hmm. I still hear you, but. Um, also, I'll say this. Way back when, you know, in one of the, like, uh, before Joanne and I got married, like, we were doing those, like, those games that sometimes happen at showers or whatever. I had to fill out the form for, for, uh, for one of Joanne's showers. And, and one of the questions was, what's your dream car? Guess what my answer was? Batmobile. Uh-huh. Well, clearly, I mean, you are choosing a car over the entire Batcave. Yeah, well, the car has the computer too. Like there's a, 
it's got the mobile version of the of the That's of the computer same. in it it's not the same it can't be the same look at how big the back computer is in the cave there's no way all that fits into the car maybe in like the bat rv but not in the batmobile <laughs> right um, all right so on this one we disagree all right and that's okay like that's that's the point right is to not that's always kind of fun. be on the on the same team with uh everything so this one uh my question is kind of an evolution of one that as we were talking about this topic that i came up with and so i'm gonna throw this out there if you're in a dark alley would you rather come across the legion of doom or the black order and thanos oh my gosh uh and death is not an option <laughs> oh i think death is coming <laughs> i don't think i don't think that's not happening <laughs> it's just a matter of how fast or how slow right right oh my gosh um wow so this went dark in a hurry um yeah. i'm guess i might have to pick the black order because i think they're more likely to make it quick I think too many of the uh, Legion of Doom are are more likely to want to torture me first. I feel like so. Okay, so one we we've got to make the assumption. Like I, I feel that defeating them is the, not an option. I guess I should have. Do we do we make the assumption that you're a hero or or just a normal Joe off the street? Oh, I was thinking normal Joe off the street. Okay, cool. So let's go with normal Joe off the street or normal Dave as is normal day yeah yeah um i actually think so it depends on the members don't get to pick depends i know but i'm thinking like well maybe in like 25 years or something you might need I've 30 years like 10 years yeah. um so this one like where it gets interesting because you know thanos in the black order right if they are like headed somewhere and you just happen to be in the alley there's a possibility they'll overlook you. Oh, that you might be too small for their care, for them to care about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You might be insignificant for them. Yeah. Could be, although we've seen Corvus Blade, the head of the Black Order, like require the heads of like all children on a planet of a certain age. Yeah. That was dark, man. That was yeah. that's still one of my favorite like uh runs in the comics because its storytelling was so good. Um so but there's a chance there there is a chance that they could think you're too small for them yeah i don't think that chance exists with the legion of doom i think that because of one person only right i think if it's like sinestro and lex luther and you know maybe black manta and some of those guys who who are a little more like arrogant and want to be and more just, arrogant. Yeah. Are, are, and they're like, like, who are you, dude? Yeah, like, you I'm don't, just going to walk matter, right by like, you. are nobody. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. Um, but the Joker is part of the Legion of Doom. Mm, that's a problem. I feel like the Joker is going to torture you for funsies. And to be like, 
come on joker leave them alone like they're not gonna do that they're gonna be like whatever man do your thing so i think if i gotta face down one group or the other i'm gonna face down or if i've got to run into one in the dark alley i think i'd rather run into the thanos in the dark order because at least there's a shot at least there's a shot that they may think that i am not important enough to look at like i could cower behind a, a dumpster yeah and they would ignore me yep friends this is no fun i'm having internet issues i'm gonna try um switching something up because john's frozen on me and you know this is behind the curtain you don't want to know and nobody cares but uh i'm gonna switch it up and see what happens can you still hear me i can hear you but you're frozen and i keep getting the my internet is unstable can notification oh let me try switching um networks and see what happens so hopefully i don't lose the whole thing because that would really be annoying and awful <laughs> in the meantime do, 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 see what happens. okay well it switched and we didn't die we didn't uh we didn't lose the feed we'll see john's still frozen for me but i can hear you can you hear me i can hear you okay I guess we'll plow ahead. Moving forward. All right. All right. Let's yeah, switch. You're it up. not frozen on my screen. Okay. Well, <laughs> clearly the problem is mine. Um, it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Let's uh, let's switch it up. All right. What do you got? How about this? Would you rather? Now the obvious one would be: Would you rather be Captain Kirk or Captain Picard? But I'm, mm. I'm not even going to go that route. How about this? Would you rather be an ensign? For Captain Kirk, Picard, for Captain Picard, Picard. <laughs> I want to be an ensign for Kirk. <laughs> I mean, like, if you're an ensign for Kirk, the likelihood that you survive anything is like drastically reduced. Reduced because one, Kirk always takes a sacrificial ensign on the trip right. on the on the away missions. Right. Uh, Picard at least chooses the people he genuinely thinks have a solid chance of getting back. I always felt like Kirk was like, we're going to take Spock. We're going to take McCoy. We're going to take Uhura. And then we need somebody to throw in front of lasers. <laughs> right. Ensign Jones. Jones, you're it. Let's go. You're coming with, buddy. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, no, not me. And Picard is is a little bit more strategic, right? Like he's he's oh, a, yeah, right. Kirk much is more, more like of let's a just thinker. go and punch him. <laughs> yeah. Kirk is like shields up, fire torpedoes. Right. Like, dude, there's 50 Klingon vessels. <laughs> what are you doing? We could warp out of here in a heartbeat. Nah, we're going after it. You know, and meanwhile, Picard's like, we had to figure out the, the best way to do it. It's much more diplomatic. That's a that's like a no-brainer for me. If the question had been, hey, who do you want to like hang out with on like the lower decks? Picard. Oh my gosh, that's that's Kirk 100 percent Yeah, like Kirk 100 percent I want to see what he's doing. Like right. that, that guy's got to be hilarious. Right. You're like, hey, Captain, you you have you have to leave that in some home. Well, that could be a little uh, uh what about you, Dave? A little bad. Um Man, I can't, I can't argue with you. Like, I, you make all the good points about why it sh you you want to be in the ensign for Picard. Because, um, I mean, I suppose there's the chance that you just don't get picked for a mission. But at some with Kirk, but at some point, 
you probably you gotta are. feel like your number's coming up right the right. cards are not stacked in your favor correct yeah right? and and it's not like he's i feel like he just wander through like it, if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time it doesn't matter he's like oh we need one more person on this away mission billy you're coming with god damn it stop yeah. <laughs> like not billy we like billy right. he owes me 20 bucks from Saturday. Yeah. um yeah like and don't get me wrong like when we talk about star trek captains man captain kirk is awesome he is i still he, want cisco cisco is still my favorite of all but that's a whole other conversation that's a whole other conversation like i and i love like john luke uh i've been watching the picard series I have not watched that. I need to get it's really good at some point. It is good. Um, but Kirk, man, he just always had that swagger. Like, yes. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And uh, and so when I was young and you see this guy like dun, 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 and he's like fighting everybody and he always won. You're like, man, that guy is so cool. Right. William yep. Shatner. Um so, but yeah, if I, if I got to be, if one of them's in charge of me, let's go Picard, man. But yeah. All the, all the way. Yeah. He's less likely to get us murdered. Um, <laughs> Seems like an important point. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a critical, <laughs> critical moment in your decision process. Everybody's like, do you want to be on the enterprise? Cause we'll assign you to the enterprise. Who's in charge of the enterprise? Kirk. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go that way. <laughs> but over there, you're just a janitor. Here you can be an ensign. I'd like to be the janitor. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. All right, John, you got another one? Uh I do. All right. Okay. So let's let's go in the direction of and this kind of touches back to uh a character that's already kind of come up. But would you rather have your uh like Legion of Heroes, Avengers, whatever team led by Batman or Captain America? Oh, oh, that's a good one. All right, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Captain America. Okay, explain. Because they're, you know, they're both portrayed as master strategists. Mm -hmm. Um, but. On some level, I think there's a little bit of Kirk Picard there that I think Cap is more likely to look out for me as team member. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Whereas Batman's probably going to view everybody else as a pawn at some point and willing to sacrifice any of them to... Yeah, unless you're a Robin. Well, <laughs> right. Right, unless you're yeah. a Robin. I, I think that's yeah. fair. Like, yeah. Robin is like any of the Robins, any of those guys are very, like, or, you know... Barbara Gordon. Um, sure. Anybody, anybody who's not of, part of the bat family yeah, is expendable. Go. Right. Anybody not part of the bat family, he feels like you should be able to stand on your own. Yeah. Right. And if you can't, no, that's just part of the game. And we have a bigger picture at play. Uh -huh. Cap is much less likely to sacrifice you for the, for the greater good. Um, yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that one. Also, I think caps caps going to give you the, like, you know, you might get a little bored with all the speechifying that Cap's going to do, but like he's going to inspire you. Yeah. Whereas Bat, which is pretty great. Like, you know, I've been inspired. Being inspired is a good thing. It's fun. It's great. I don't think Batman's really going to inspire you other than like 
do this or I kick your ass. Yeah, he's, he's just a little too dark and brooding to go down that road. Like yeah. Cap embodies, you know, and, and that was my thing too. I, I go with Cap on this one as well, as well, right? And as much as I love Batman and I do and, and have for years and years and years and years, Cap's the guy that's going to like, take everybody's readiness level and bring it up because he's just going to instill them all with hope. And, you know, when you see cap hold the shield up on top of a pile of rubble to like, and you thought he was down, that's that moment that everybody rallies behind. Right. Batman crawling out of like the rubble. Like, yeah, you're like, Oh, look, it's Batman, but he's, he's just going to turn a hard left and go in whatever direction he needs to go in. And you're going to feel slightly abandoned. Correct. Yes. I think that's a great point. I think, I think at any moment, Batman might decide the best strategy is for him to go do something else or to go take somebody else down and just leave you there. He's done it. No explanation. Do it. Right. Right. He might not be wrong that it's the best thing to do, but he's not going to, as a teammate, he's not going to explain himself. He's not going to like try to make sure you understand what the plan is. He doesn't have time to tell you what the plan is. No, he he does not. And and so, yeah, I got to say, you know, like for me, it's Captain America too. So we're, we're two for four where we agree. That's sort of boring, but that's okay. That's all right. We just, you you know, what's your, what's your next one? How about this? John, would you rather live on Tatooine or on Hoth? Hmm. That's that's an easy one for me because okay. I don't like the cold. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go Tatooine. Uh, you know, I'd probably end up being a moisture farmer. Yeah. Right. But I'm, uh, yeah, Hoth is just too cold. This is just too cold for me. <laughs> and in all fairness, Tatooine never got attacked in mass force by uh, the Empire. Like you never saw walkers coming across Tatooine and going, oh, my house. <laughs> well, true. Although apparently you have to deal with biker gangs and uh, runaway Sarlacc pits. And run, yes, and runaway uh, rancors. Yeah, it's still oh. warmer. <laughs> right. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm going Hoth on this one. Okay, why? Because uh, I don't want to be a moisture farmer, and there's mo- there's water <laughs> everywhere. There's water everywhere on Hoth. I just as long as I have a source of heat, I can have water. Yeah, but think about Tauntauns, man. If you thought they smelled bad on the outside, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just hope to not have to live inside one. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, um and, you know, and I right. think the the snow monster guy thing is is, is too much of a recluse to be be a, a random threat. Yeah, I suppose. I, I guess so. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, right? I don't know. I don't know either. I just think, here, well, you know, it's more of a sort of fortress of solitude kind of thing. I'm not sure there's a civilization on Hoth. I mean, the one thing that Tatooine has going for it is that you know there's a thriving actual civilization there. Right. Whereas Hoth might be more of a, you know, like going for a, oh, I'm going to go and find myself kind of thing, or I just need some time alone. I need to like be away from people and, and, uh, and kind of figure things out for a little bit and, and whatever. It might not be the long-term solution, but, but I, I'm at least going to give Hoth a try. As, as my uh, Swedish friend says, there's no such thing as bad weather, just inappropriate clothing. 
Nah, I think your friend doesn't. I think your friend likes the cold then, and it just therefore is a weirdo. <laughs> the weirdo. Um, all right, that's a good one. So this one, and it, we've we've dipped into this pool a couple times, but uh, I'm gonna keep going back to it because it's one of my favorite. Like, would you rather kind of conversations? And yeah. this goes. There's three items here. Would you rather? as your ship that you are the commander of in space, either A, the Galactica, B, the Enterprise, or C, a Star Destroyer. But oh. not Vader's Star Destroyer. That one's too big and goes out of the, the realm of conversation. Wow. Okay. So Galactica, Enterprise, or Star Destroyer? Or Star Destroyer. Goodness. That is pretty tough. Um, right? I don't know, man. I, uh. I, I don't have a... Uh, I don't have a good reason. I might just say Galactica because I want to be the one to say Galactica actual. Fair. So I just think that's super cool. I don't know why. I don't even, I can't even, I love, by the way, I absolutely loved the reboot series. Yeah. So good. From the, what was that? Like early to mid 2000s, maybe mid 2000s. Edward James almost as a yes, drama was yes. like legit. Katie Sackoff as a Starbucks as a Starbucks. Oh man. So my initial good. reaction to that was like Starbucks, a girl. And then like 10 seconds in, I was like, doesn't matter. <laughs> she was fantastic. She was really good. That whole that, cast, by the way, if you go back and look at it, it's some really, really great actors who have gone on to do a lot of other stuff, but right. Yeah, man. Did you ever watch a show called Portlandia? No. I did not. Portlandia is, is it's funny. Uh, it was a, a comedy show, but they did a whole thing on Battlestar Galactica. And they were like this couple sitting watching that show. And then they, they were like, okay, just one more episode and then we'll go to dinner. <laughs> yeah. And then it shows like hours later and they're like, <laughs> right. oh, it's Sunday. We totally <laughs> missed dinner. That's okay. Let's just watch one more one episode. More. And then, you know, and it does this and they both yes. lose their jobs <laughs> okay. and they're sitting on the couch and then it ends. And they're like, wait a second. It can't end. You need to go <laughs> right. find the writers. And they go out and find like the person they think wrote Battlestar Galactica. And they bring in Edward James almost as the oh. table read. And it's like a whole thing. It's actually pretty funny. Uh, Fred Armisen is the uh, is one of the people in there. If you know who that is. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, I agree. Battles. We should do a thing. We should oh my like, gosh, go back to totally those episodes and talk about Battlestar Galactica for an entire. Oh my episode. gosh, can you imagine? Uh, I'm sorry, Dave. Why are you still watching that show? It, it it's research. It's for the podcast. <laughs> I have to research. John, you haven't slept in two days. Research, research, <laughs> research, and we have all this coffee. I'm now yeah. on the one punch roast. <laughs> You've had seven cups of one punch roast. What are you doing? Seven pots. You are way <laughs> off the mark. <laughs> um, 
All right. So, I, yeah. so the Galactica. I'm not even sure this the ship is all that cool or all that good, but I just want to be part of Galactica. So it's hard. So this is a weird one, right? Because if you look at each of the ships, this is where I'm, my inner nerd is really going to show up. So I can't remember if the Galactica has is just like so damaged, like they don't have light speed capability or warp capability or whatever they called it. I thought they did like they mm. fold space or something to get to where they're going to go. I truly don't remember. I don't I'm remember. I'm embarrassed that I don't remember that. I'm embarrassed. I don't remember, I don't remember either. Um, but what the Galactica does have, right, are um, are all the fighters, right? Which I thought those fighters were the best. So cool. And moved the most accurate in space. Like, they just pop right up because they had those jets everywhere. They did a, such a good job. Man, so good. All right. Then we got a Star Destroyer, right? Star Destroyer, we know, has uh, light speed capability. We also know that it has TIE Fighters out the wazoo. Right. Um, and the Enterprise, while it has warp capability, and I still don't know if warp is better than hyperspace, like, never really kind of, like, discuss that through. Yeah. But they have, you know, photon torpedoes they've got phasers everything else but they don't have squadrons of fighters right not that i've ever seen right so yeah maybe some little escape pod kind of things but not not right it's not set up to carry other ships yeah so i think that one gets out of the conversation the, the third of the three yeah a third of the three that it doesn't have that capability i mean it'd be the most it'd be the most agile Yes, it would hands down be the most agile, right? But does that agility counteract like squadrons of fighters coming after it while it's like pivoting and flying around? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say no, especially if you got buzz droids. Um, so and then it comes down to the Galactica or a Star Destroyer. And I, you know what? And just I got to go with the Galactica. Because it's got the best starfighters. It does. And it really, really you got does. Starbuck and Apollo and yep. Adama. And you could get some yes. rando like admiral in charge of a star destroyer who it's... ends up getting choked out by Vader anyway. Yeah. Or one who falls for a simple like phone prank from the 90s. Like, come on. What about, hold on. If we're talking about all time great moments though, how about the uh floating away like the garbage to get away remember when oh yeah absolutely millennium falcon like yeah. just bing, yep. attaches itself and then when all the garbage gets discharged and uh clearly the empire is way more evil than we give them credit for because they eject all their garbage into space <laughs> right yeah on top of all the genocide there's also all the littering all the littering and telling you space is going to. So anyway, I, yeah. I got to go with Galactica too. Yes. It's just, and they use nukes in Galactica, which is kind of crazy. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's, like it's, it's anyway, not good. All right. Hyper nerd for a second. <laughs> right. That was, that was pretty great. I like that one. And we definitely got to do the Galactica. Yeah. Episode. Right. I feel like we're going to end up like, this I've not thought end. about it in a little while. I, 
I, uh, I, all of you listening, you really want to know all this. I know this is like super amazing content, but uh, I have the whole series. Uh, so you really? we, will, we will have to, uh, maybe we'll have to get together and watch it. Yeah, totally. We we should. Tro- totally annoy all of our families. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm sure like they would just go to the other person's house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have you been in our house lately? It's just Dave and John. Like <laughs> they smell bad. There's empty pizza boxes everywhere. I don't think they've slept. I'm like, why should today be different? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, all right. I got right. one more for you that I think what is pretty got? good. What do you got? All right. Uh, switching it back up. I guess this is sort of along the lines of one of the other ones, but would you rather, John, be a henchman for AIM or for Joker? Huh. I'm going to go with AIM. Two reasons. One, your life expectancy isn't great with the Joker. Yeah. Right? Like, Bob, gun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? We all Didn't remember Somebody tell me he had one of those things. things. Bob, gun. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> you are my number one. A guy. A guy. Um, so you know your life. What's better? Wait, wait, wait. What's better, Jack Palance doing it or Jack Nicholson doing Jack Palance? Oh man, I got. Would say, you rather Jack <laughs> Palance do, like Jack Palance doing the like? No, it's Joker no, doing Jack, Jack Palance. Joker yeah. doing Jack Palance. Jack, Palance, Jack yeah. Nicholson doing Jack Palance. So yeah, yeah that's better than like Jack Palance. Right. Um, yes, that was good. Uh, good, like brief little interlude. So and then with aim. I think the thing that gets lost about AIM sometimes is it's actually like an entire group of scientists. Right. They're, like they're uh, all smart. Yeah. Right. You, you're all the jokers. You maybe guys, have a PhD. Yeah, yeah. You might have a PhD and be working for AIM. Right. And eventually AIM gets bought by Sunspot. Yeah. And gets turned into Avengers idea mechanics. Um, so there's a possibility you could end up as a superhero. Uh, but I will say, you know, like that's, that's the thing is, you know, life expectancy aside, let's just take that out. Yeah. Yeah. And let's just look at the quality of life as henchmen. <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel like all the Joker's henchmen are just a little unhinged or a lot unhinged. Yes. Right. Um, and they're not like, they don't have the education they're, they're He's clearly got a, a type that he's going after. Right. Whereas with aim, you have the possibility of creating something amazing because you are like a scientist you are you're part of like what they consider to be a genius pool yes however no to be part of aim you also have to wear the super stupid looking yellow giant yellow beekeeper suit thing okay but now we go back to life expectancy (laughs) (laughs) would you rather (laughs) wear the beekeeper outfit and live and live or wear or whatever you look want. super cool <laughs> and probably and, die <laughs> and carry a machete or something. And let's look at the heroes that you got to face off against. Right. So, and in that regard, Batman's going to chew through you like nothing to get to Joker. Like you, you could end up broken arms, broken legs, right. all kinds of things. If cap is going through, like he, if he doesn't, have to like break something in you he's not going to although if the hulk's involved all bets are off yes exactly 
Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, but I'm still going with aim. I, I'd rather be. Yeah. You're probably. I've, it's the. It's the right answer. Aim's the right answer there. I think probably. <laughs> but but I feel like there's a but. Yeah, but you might be part of like you'd be part of something possibly amazing and cool with aim. But you know, if chaos is your thing, like you, you'd probably be part of some pretty pretty ingenious on some you know evil level cool caper being in with the joker true i mean yeah true but i'm, I'm still going back to life expectancy yeah life expectancy that one for me just like keeps <laughs> yeah. coming up it's yeah. like yeah but again we go back to bob gun <laughs> right <laughs> like that's happening at any given point in time correct maybe not even without maybe even without that uh that warning (laughs) like the simple two-second warning of bob gun it might just be right oh all of a sudden i don't have the back of my head (laughs) yes yeah yeah like just one of those things you're like okay yeah um (laughs) yeah yeah still though giant yellow beekeeper suit (laughs) i'm taking it it's gonna i'm gonna live longer (laughs) just i'm gonna live longer um yeah that's that's all there is to it all right so we're gonna go back to star wars once again okay right uh would you rather for your fighting force clone troopers or first order troopers not the stormtroopers that showed up in the middle yeah 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 i can't hit the broad side of a barn right yeah i got you so clone troopers or first order troopers Mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna have to go clone troopers okay I think we've seen that they're a little more amenable to orders. So if I'm ordering troops around, I want them to do what I want them to do. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I think they seem to have it. Well, obviously, I mean, they're clones, so they have a more consistent, uh, more consistent ability profile. Mm. You can count on them to be, you can count on them to do what you expect them to do a little more, I think. Right. Then, then the first order troopers who, um apparently could decide to just desert at any time okay all right i'm gonna throw a curveball if you're in charge of the clone troopers you're a jedi if you're in charge of first order troopers you're like kylo ren right seriously mm. okay there do you have the same pick <laughs> well you see where this is going. I do right? see. Yes, yes. <laughs> Order 66 is, is looming. Right. Order 66 is looming. Yeah. Uh, I had not factored that part in. Um, what if... See, because I thought... I was thinking one step further ahead that somehow okay. you're still like the emperor or somebody who's ultimately controlling the, okay. uh, the, clone, the clone troopers... And that the Jedi's ordering around the clone troopers are just sort of an intermediary. Mm. They just don't know they are. Right. 
Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So I think I think it changes with which idea of who's in charge, like where you stand in the pecking order, right? Yes. Right. If, if it's emperor, but there's no level. denying it would be very very bad to be a Jedi in charge of clone trooper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You Ultimately, don't want to be. I'd rather yeah. be Kylo Ren in charge of the First Order troopers than you know a Jedi in charge of a platoon of clone troopers. Because once again, we're back to life expectancy. Right. Life expectancy. But I think if you're doing like from an emperor standpoint, I, I got to go with clone troopers then too, because, um, you know, to your point, they always seemed more loyal to not only like whoever's in charge, but to one another, they exhibited more um, humanity, which I, I believe at the yeah. end of the day for a fighting force is critical to success is caring enough about the person next to you to be willing to kind of go to the go to the extreme measure to be able to make sure you guys all make it home okay yeah um and if you're just like all conscripted into service right like that's that's a different ballgame right yeah i think that's a piece of it too a big piece of it too i'm glad you said that that was the word i was thinking of too is that i on some well i guess if i'm in charge of these you set it up as in charge of them but if i'm going to be one i'd rather I'd rather be, as it were, bred for it yeah. rather than conscripted into it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Like that's that's a big piece, right? Is if we're looking at it from the ground level, then I don't want to be conscripted into it because if everybody's conscripted into it, you're going to get a, a, a high level of like, I'm leaving or I'm not risking my life for this or I'm not, you know, I'm just right. doing what I'm told until I can figure out something better. Yeah. Um, if you're as the camaraderie of the of the clone troopers is as you say the camaraderie and humanity and caring about one another is right yeah. a key piece of their success mm-hmm. and i want to be part of an organization that treats people well and wants to be do well together and look out for each other yeah yeah agreed um dave you got one more wow um i do how about this one uh, going back to uh, sort of a Marvel DC uh, setup here, would you rather have Alfred or Jarvis? Yeah, I'm glad we're ending on this one because this is this is where I was I was hoping we'd go, and it's the tiebreaker because we're we're tied right now. We've uh, are we okay? I have not been keeping score, so I'm glad you have. I have, yeah. All we're right. agreed on the same number, and we've disagreed on the same number. I so. Isn't that a tautology? Wouldn't we have to? Never mind. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Um, for me, this is this is the first one that goes in the DC direction. I'd rather have Alfred than Jarvis. Um, Alfred to me has like a deeper connection. Like you know what I mean? He, he's yeah. family. He's family right. to Bruce. He's family to Dick and Jason and Tim, um, you know, Barbara. Yep. All of those guys. Like he also seems incredibly skilled. Yes. Right. He can, he can fight. He's highly intelligent. And I'm not saying Jarvis isn't right. I'm, I'm not saying that at all, but I just feel like I don't know, Alfred's a, a, a little bit of a level up totally agree especially if we're talking about 
Alfred or the person Jarvis. Right. That's, and that's where now I'm what at. if we add the third element of the AI Jarvis, like we and, see. But in... then you're then you're like apples to watermelons. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like or, or apples to books or something. <laughs> yeah. Or apples, to books, like not even an edible anymore. Yeah. Um, because I, I think at that point. It's just it's such a different it's very different scope. You'd have to look at it from terms of like uh, more like what's a oh, brother I. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Isn't that what Bruce creates is is brother I, which is like the AI that sees everything and, and whatnot. But I didn't know I, Bruce created it, but that's that's the one that like turns that one guy into yeah yeah something. yeah um i think that was really descriptive it turns that one guy into something into a thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can picture I think, him i don't think i can't think of his name or anything yeah or I what's think, the thing with doctors with not dr strange but uh adam strange like the the thing that comes along and like just randomly zaps him to the other oh, planet thing i don't I know don't but here's okay here's my my argument the other way though that okay. in some ways jarvis the ai is more akin to alfred hmm. because jarvis the person at least that i remember was never involved that you know, like he was never sitting back uh helping direct the the battle or helping like he's he's more of just you right, know yeah, makes great you. muffins and cleans things up and is uh, is helpful and you know there i remember a comic or two where uh an issue or two where he like kind of has to fight somebody off a little bit but as as far as I mean, everything you said about Alfred is is correct, but he's also in some versions sitting there in the Batcave, like helping direct the yeah, fight he, and he, be be a be a source of information, which to me is more like the AI version of Jarvis. Yeah, I'm still going. I'm still saying like Alfred. Like overall, the whole package, right? Alfred, yeah. you can't beat Alfred, and he's a human being. I'm going to pick a human mm -hmm. being over uh, over a computer program, and he has been a catalyst for like the like bruce and the and the bat family rallying yes right he yes. was you know an attempt to make peace between clark and bruce during injustice and trying to like stop that whole thing like alfred has been a key figure in a number of of critical kind of situations sure um, and, and he's the human aspect Right. Yes, exactly. And you can't discount. He's he's essentially been the surrogate father for Bruce. Batman and Nightwing, two of that world's greatest heroes. Yeah, easily. And he raised two guys yeah. that became. And Damien, like he's doing it with Damien right. now. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, he did it with Tim and, you know, Jason. And he's still like and he still cares about Jason, even though like when Jason went sideways and, and it's always the ear, like always the voice in Bruce's ear of like, you know, telling passion like, self-care uh you know you yeah. can, it's the it's the whole you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on your kid thing like you yep. have to breathe before you can help somebody else breathe like yeah he's that voice that's reminding them that mm. and and i you know you have to have to in order to be a hero and to, to sacrifice something of yourself you have to have yourself there to give yeah he, he did such a good job you know just taking care of like the bath family right. and ex and as an extension like 
develops that relationship with Clark and develops the relationship right. with others, right? Yes. You know, um, and everybody within the DC universe that's a, a hero that's tied to Batman in some way, shape or form has this love for, uh, for Alfred. Know. Yeah, for Alfred. Yeah, yeah. On the other hand, at least in the MCU, if you're Jarvis, the AI, you get to become Vision. <laughs> True. But, you know, that- again... I mean, both in both cases, there's a there's an end to the story. At some point, there yeah. are stories in which both of them die. So, yeah, I am. Um, you know that that brings up a one, and, and I know that was the last one. So I'm, but you know, one of those to think about is like the uh, Brainiac or Ultron. Ooh, right. Like mm. those those two. That would be a one to explore. But we don't yeah. have to do that now. We're yeah. we're good. This like Jarvis and. Alfred is a great spot to to call this because Alfred just leaves you feeling so better good. about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. He makes yeah. everybody around. There you go. He makes everybody around him better. Yeah, that's it. He's yeah. that kind of human being. He's the kind of guy you want to be around. Yes. Yeah. That you want for your dad. Oh man. Yeah. Shout outs to shout out to good dads everywhere. Yeah. Shout out to good dads everywhere. Well, Dave. This was fun, John. Thanks for thanks for being along in the ride, uh, folks. Apologies for uh, any technical difficulties we had there. Hopefully, it didn't ruin your uh, listening or watching experience any more than the content did. Usually, Kevin we Costner. let the content ruin your <laughs> ruin your experience. Yeah. Uh, oh man, yeah. It's been a little. It's been a couple episodes since we brought Costner in. I know. I, I just had to throw him out there. Kevin Costner. It's great. Would you rather watch Kevin Costner in Bull Durham? Or for the love of the game. Oh my God. That's super. Bull Durham. Bull Durham's his best yeah. movie. It's, it's Bull, Bull Durham. Durham over everything. Bull Durham's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Come on. Thank you, Kevin Costner, for making iconic sports movies. <laughs> exactly. So good. So good. And exactly. on that note, thanks for, thanks for being with us, everybody. Uh, be sure to check out uh, coffeeandcapes.com. And uh, thanks for following us on all the ways. And uh, I guess until next time, true believers. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>